Calbanian, Calbanians, hypnosis, etc. And right back here, what do I have with us? Uh, Meredith is back. Let me tell you about Meredith. Oh, before I do that, I got to get in. If you're watching this anywhere else except calbanian.com, you want to go there right now because right below this video, right down there, we got additional text, additional links, additional graphics, specials, all that kind of stuff so that, you know, it makes this whole thing more valuable. <sighs> okay, Meredith. Meredith Locker, she is a true one percenter, a hypno one percenter best of the best in the profession. If I have a friend or relative in Los Angeles that could use some hypnotherapy, I would send them to her without a doubt. She's got a master's degree in psychology. She was a talk therapist before she became a hypnotist. Now she's a five-pather to the core, and she loves chihuahuas. How you doing, Meredith? I'm doing great. I do love chihuahuas, my babies. I'm going to bring them on the show one of these days. Oh, don't make promises you don't keep. <laughs> I can see them right now with these bright lights. They, <laughs> they would not like that very much. Hi, everybody. Happy New Year again to you. I'm so excited about 2013. But before we go any further, I want to make sure you guys know who Cal is. Like me, he was once a talk therapist, and he went out into the world, and he always had this fascination with hypnosis, and he pulled some of the best of hypnosis and some of the best of psychology and lots of experience and packaged it up into this beautiful system called Five Path that I use with every client. He also brought us Seventh Path, self-hypnosis. He trains the best of the profession, and I'm proud to call him my mentor. Hey, thank you very much. I do appreciate it. And I want everybody to know out there, Elrond, Meredith, Celeste, they don't get paid for doing this. They, they, they are on the show for the main thing is to give you what they wish they would have not ha known or had at their disposal earlier on in their careers. It's for the love of the profession. It's for the love of you. They don't make anything from it. It's all from their heart. To yours. All right, what do I want to talk about? Oh, oh, before I forget, I have another cup winner. Another cup winner, as you folks know. Meredith, show your cup. I am. Oh. I knew you were going to ask me for that. Here it is. It's beautiful. And we, it's beautiful. I love it. I'll put it even closer. Isn't that great? We have another cup winner, and that is Byron Rodriguez. R-O-D-R-I-G-U-E-Z, Romeo, Oscar, Delta, uh, Romeo, India, Gulf, Uniform, Echo, Zulu, If you, for those folks that know all that, all that stuff. Byron Rodriguez. This is what you got to do. Just email us at calbanion.com. No, wait. At calbanion at hypnosiscenter.com. And let me know that you heard that you got to be the winner. And uh, we'll verify who you are. And we will send you out a hypno mug. Hey, and you folks that, uh, you know, you just figure you just go ahead and buy one. You love them so much. Uh, over on the website there, we've got our Zazzle storefront and you can there's there's t-shirts and mugs and all kinds of cool hypno promotional devices so congratulations byron rodriguez and uh, if you guys want to qualify to be in to win a hypno mug a hypno coffee cup 
what you got to do, what you got to do, you got to be a VIP member of calbanion.com. It's free. All you got to do is look for the VIP link up there and uh, sign on, and you'll immediately get a link to all of our podcasts arranged in a very nice order for you. And also, when the new book comes out that we're working on with five other authors on how to have a successful hypnosis practice, when it comes out, you're going to have a chance to buy it for free before anybody else can even get it for any price. So, that's it. Ah, What you got for me, Meredith? All right. Well, I think we're going to talk about, since it's the new year, a little bit about getting started. Getting your practice started. Cal, you want to talk about wasting time a little bit right now? Yeah, you know, I was I was looking at something totally unrelated to hypnosis, and they started talking about using work as procrastinating. And it was like, hmm, how can you be using work as a procrastination thing? I didn't even read the article, but I thought, it immediately made me think about some hypnotists who they so want to get their hypnosis practice going. And, you know, they've gone to the certification course and they've now got an adequate, even more than adequate office to work out of and they're not started yet. And what they're doing is busy work. Busy work. They're still, um, you know, Make like I call it making labels. That's one thing Maureen Banyan, our general manager, I can tell when she starts getting stressed out, worrying about stuff, she starts organizing things. I'll go into her office and she's making labels for files. And I go, ah, I know what's going on with you. And she's procrastinating. And we all have our procrastinations. Some people eat too much, drink too much, smoke too much as ways to distract from the stress as we talk about in The Secret Language of Feelings. But also, you can look like you're very busy, but not be doing the real important stuff. And I'm going to get Meredith's read on this, but to me, there's two main jobs of the hypnotist who's trying to get his or her practice started. And that is, one, getting clients, and two, doing a great job with those clients. If you've already got an adequate office... You know, it doesn't have to be perfect. It, you know, it can be far from perfect, but it's, you know, adequate. Get started. And then, you know, the money you're making from your sessions, uh, you can use towards making your office nicer, getting that painting or getting the lighting the way you want it or whatever it is. But you've got to get started. There's no reason to read that manual for the fourth time. Get started. What do you think, Merida? I agree completely. And even if you don't have the perfect space, you know, you you certainly can create a space in your own home. There are lots of very successful hypnotists like Celeste Hackett who have beautiful, big, successful practices full-time seeing clients out of their home. So you can create a space in your home, and if that's not a possibility, then there are ways to, to get office space by the hour, by the day, you don't have to get a full-time office to get started. Of course, it's best if you set yourself up so that you can go full-time, because if you create the space, then you can fill it. But 
you know, you don't want to stop yourself. If it's too expensive to start out with a full-time office and home isn't an option, then start out with a place that you can rent by the day or by the hour. I know that in Los Angeles, in places like Los Angeles, there's lots of options. I know in Orange County there are as well, and you can go on Craigslist and just search in the office section for sublets, for you know, therapist therapy offices. Um, sometimes you can find something by searching with a hypnotist or a hypnosis or hypnotherapist, but um, more likely you're going to find something in a therapist share kind of a thing. Uh, a lot of acupuncturists, um, wellness centers, uh, gosh, uh, even a lot of diet centers will rent out um, short-term room space. And gosh, what a way to get cross-referrals, right, to get other clients. Um, there are all kinds of places that you can go and not have to spend a lot of money to just get started. So just get in there, get a space, and then you can start getting clients, right? You absolutely got it right. So if you find that you're spending too much time getting ready to get ready and not enough time seeing clients, think about it. What should you do? What should, you, what should they do, Meredith? Anything come to mind? All of a sudden, you got really quiet, Cal, and I can barely hear you. Oh, yeah. Well, can you hear me now? I can hear you now. All right. Let me, when you think about, you, let's say you had a student, and they were just spending too much time making labels and such, what advice would you give them? I mean, what, what might be holding them up? Well, I was going to say, what advice would you give them? Stop it. <laughs> stop making just those labels now. You don't need any more labels. <laughs> Maureen, stop making those labels. Yeah, you know what? It's time to prioritize. It's time to take the stuff that can wait, push it down to the bottom of the list, and start. So assess what you're really missing. What are you really missing? Are you really not prepared with the forms and such? Well, that kind of thing is all prepared for you in the beautiful Banyan, um, what's it called exactly, Cal? The Get Started Business Startup Pack. I think it's called the Business Startup Pack, and there's the new version 2.0. And uh, they can put a link right down there so you can see that. And I'm only saying it not to sell the product, but because it's so easy to get started with that pack. It's got all the forms that you need. It's, it teaches you how to take calls, how to promote yourself, how to get yourself out there. It's got the forms for doctor's referrals. It just makes it all so simple. Um, so if that's what you're missing, then look at that. Or, or start creating your forms. Um, you know, if that's not what's missing and it's really you don't feel you have enough training, then dig out your materials and devote a certain amount of time every day to studying. You don't have to spend all day studying, but maybe an hour, an hour or two, you can get a whole lot done. Um, you know, jump into some of the groups on our Hypnospace or, you know, the NGH network or the um, Yahoo group for Five Pathers and get in there and really start being in the mix of the questions and feeling out the things that people who are actually working in the field are grappling with so that you can learn from them. And, and, and get, get whatever it is that you're missing taken care of so that you can do it. There's not a single obstacle that's stopping you from seeing clients that you can't knock out quickly if you just point your focus in that direction. Absolutely. One thing, so everything that she said, I'm totally on with. Everything Mary said, I'm going to add a couple more things. One is, I heard this one saying, the way you do something 
is how you do everything. And if this is something that's been going on in your life, tending to procrastinate, busy yourself with stuff that's, you know, uh, majoring in minor things kind of thing, then, you know, maybe you need to go get some sessions. Going and getting sessions is like one of the best things you can do for yourself because you become a true believer. If you're, something's holding you back, you're not engaging, and you're, you're still getting ready to get ready, and there's something holding you back, and you're looking around, and you say, well, I got my forms, I got my office, I got my advertisement, I'm ready to go, then think about getting sessions, or learn seven past self-hypnosis. So, um, a couple of very important things, and also, if, you're, if your training was inadequate, then... Go find the best trainer you can, the best course you can, and get started. Get it in as fast as you can. Oh, that reminds me. Maureen, the general manager, said we need to reschedule a class that I mentioned last podcast. And I mentioned that we had a training coming up April 22nd through May 3rd, and that is now no longer our 10-day certification course. That's going to be our week of power. And so that's going to start on April 28th and run through May 4th. So let's see. This is this is being posted on the 15th of January, I believe. So you still got time to get into our January certification course, January 20th through February 1st. And we have July 15th coming up for the NGH approved Banyan Hypnosis Certification Super Course with 5-Path and 7-Path. All right, good. Okay, hard questions for me? I've got some questions for you, Cal. Are you ready? Let's, let's, let's get into the meat. Okay, all right. Well, we have a beautiful uh, five-pather who wrote in a question uh, about age regression. And um, I can't pronounce her name, and I don't know if I can even say it on, on this podcast because I didn't get her permission, so I, I'm grateful that I don't have to say her name, but thank you <laughs> for your question. Uh, so she has a client with severe pain from a liver transplant, and um, apparently there's also fibromyalgia going on. And uh, they did some pain management techniques, which worked to some extent, uh, but what is most prominent is the client's anger from childhood. So, of course, even though anger typically is something in the five-path process we handle in forgiveness of others, we actually start naturally with age regression. So we're not going to skip over age regression just because we know that there's some anger, significant anger showing up. We're going to still do our age regression first because that's the proper order. So she knows this and she did that and she said when we did regression to find the initial sensitizing event, so that root, that root cause of the problem, he went as far as one, one years old, um, and would not go any further. However, the child did not believe, the child at one year old, uh, did not believe the grown-up that the child is lovable. So the grown-up is um, regressing to the child, and now the child is one, and the child is not believing the grown-up, as this is split into two people, the child is not believing the grown-up version of themselves when the grown-up is telling the child that the child is lovable. Uh, the, the hypnotist says, I tried deepening and regressing further, but no go. Do you have any advice? 
Now, I, that sounds familiar. Is that is that a question that I answer? I answered the email to. You did. Oh gosh, I don't have that email in front of me. Can you tell me some of my answers so I don't miss something? Cal, you always have all of the information you need right inside of you at every given moment. Well, I could go on about this and tell you what I think, but I think I already told you what I thought. Yes, you did, but it's so much more fun to extrapolate. Yes. So, do you want me to just... Just give me the first one and I'll expand on it, because what happens when people send in questions, if I can, I'll very quickly send them a response so they have something, and then when the podcast happens, then I can expand on, on my response. So, give me the first part of my response. Yes. So, you said when that happens, it usually means that you are not before the ISE or there is significant secondary gain. Right. Is that all I said? No. Okay, but let me talk about this. So here, when when this hypnotherapist says this person would not go back before the age of one, we don't know if the person refused to go back, or if they felt like they were unable to go back, or if the the ISE was actually at one. Is that true? Yes. Okay. So. There's a number of different things. One of the first things is, you know, when 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 you're doing age regression, uh, you need to know how to check for an ISC. You need to be able to confirm the ISC. For example, just off the top of my head, a couple of things is the client should report that that the that the event is new. They should also, uh, if you give them the opportunity to regress further, they should not regress further. For example, you can say, I'm going to touch you on the head three times, a third time, you'll be at the very first time this happened. Touch, touch, touch. If you were at the very first time, then you're telling them to go back to where they just were. But if there was an earlier time, then they should regress further. Um, another thing is sometimes they don't understand the instruction, and another thing is that they're just unwilling. And if they're unwilling to go back, then you need to have a talk with them. And uh, I've done many of uh, podcasts, I think, on the talk. You just have to tell them, I believe that I can help you, but you have to follow my instructions. What, what, what are you going to do if you don't follow my instructions and we do this and, and complete this process? Um, so decide, are we going to continue or are you going to be compliant? Now, uh, so that works if they're not being compliant. But usually, if you get back to one, it's not that they're not being compliant. It's uh, that you've either found it, or there might even be some kind of uh, blockage that they're not aware of. And one of the things you can do, here's an insider tip, trick, and technique, is you can just say, hey, I want you to go back uh, before you had this feeling, and uh, four months, five months, six months, whatever. Here you're going to be feeling great. And like, if, for example, if it was anger, you said, I'm going to count from five back to one. Before you ever had this feeling of anger, five, four, three, two, one. And you check and make sure the anger isn't there. And then you can have them, instead of moving backwards, have them move forward. And you can suggest, now, as I count from one to three, just move forward until this feeling of peace is interrupted by this feeling of anger. Here we go. One, coming to that first time you felt this anger. Two, that has everything to do with why you came here today. Three, there you are at the very first time. And so if that's before the earliest event that you've gone to, then aha, 
you have now jumped over whatever boundary that was that kept you from regressing that client to before the age, in this case, as one. Good. What else did I say about that? You said uh, that you would continue the age regression and then help and urge the client further to convince the child that he is lovable. This is, this is something that sometimes we take on too much responsibility and for our client's success. And we can just put it back on the adult aspect of the client and say, look, I can't do this for you. Inside you are the words. Maybe you have to dig deeper than you've ever dug before to say the words that that child needs to hear. And for this to work, you have to be before the ISE. Okay? And so you do those things. You check to make sure it's new. You give them the opportunity to regress further. And really there's about seven different things that you do to confirm the ISE. And you really encourage that adult aspect to be more convincing. Here's another one thing that you can do is you can just ask the grown-up aspect, is there anyone in your life or in one's life? Now, I call them one because the regressed aspect of my client typically goes by the name of their age. So this was regressed to one. And I say, is there anyone in one's life that loves him or loves her? And, you know, it could be, a, uh, you know, if, it's, if, the, if the mother or the father isn't being loving and the child doesn't believe they love him, is there someone else, a grandmother, an aunt or uncle or even an older sibling? And if they say yes, I say, well, that proves that the child is lovable. <coughs> if, if, let's say it's, it's grandmother, if grandmother loves the child, then obviously... She's lovable, and that if somebody doesn't love her, like mother or father, whoever it is, that made the child believe that they're not lovable, doesn't love the one-year-old child, then that, in fact, shows that there's nothing wrong with the child. The problem is in grown-up. How's that sound? It sounds great. Good. Anything else I wrote down? Yes. Give me but, a hint. But not a whole lot. I mean, you're basically getting at it... Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you basically got it all. You know, it, let the grown-up know that you can't do this for them. Well, there's a great lesson to be learned here, and that is the, you know, I talk about sometimes people will say, how can you really learn to be this powerful hypnotist and hypnotherapist in such a short period of time? Psychologists take years and years and years. And the difference is, the psychologist or the psychiatrist, they have to know the answers. They have to figure out what's missing and inform the client. But hypnotists, particularly five-path hypnotherapists and consulting hypnotists, what we do is we believe that the answers are within, within the client. And so remember that. If you're starting to feel like you've got to come up with everything, then you need to shift the burden of the change from yourself to your client. Your client really knows infinitely more about the background, the cause, and the dynamics of the problem, what's going on inside of them than you do. And once you do this, and you really think that I've got to encourage 
my client to do more than they've done, I, then, then magical things happen. You start going, wow, I never would have thought of that as the client now comes up with something amazing and perfect for what that younger aspect of themselves needs in the age regression process. Hey, how are we doing on time? We're actually out of time, Cal. Oh my gosh. Time flies. Hey. <laughs> All right, wrap it up. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We definitely want your feedback. We want your questions. We want the topics so that we can bring you the information that serves you best. So please do submit them. There's so many places you can go. Our Hypnospace, there's an Ask Cal group. And if you're not already a member, it's really easy to join ourhypnospace.com. Go there, join up. You can uh, click on the, the add the group, the Ask Cal group, and you can post as many questions as you want there. We definitely want them. You can also go to Facebook. That'll be listed down there, the Facebook link. Uh, you can also email them directly to me, Meredith at yourpathhypnosis.com. So many options. So please do send them in. This is Meredith Locker signing off. Thank you, Meredith. And I just want to say to all you hypnotists out there, become a one percenter. A hypno one percenter, one of the best of the best. You got to start using these powerful techniques like age regression work, really good age regression work. Not just regress them and then not know what to do. Get the tools to be one of the best of the best. Isn't that what you really want anyway? All right. I'll see you on calbanion.com. I'll see you on our hypnospace.com, and hopefully, I'll see you in class. Over and out. This recording is a property of Cal Banyan and the Banyan Hypnosis Center for Training and Services Incorporated. All rights reserved for private use only may not be duplicated without permission. For contact information, go to www.hypnosiscenter.com.